Canada should catch up with allies in legislation against China's forced labor, advocate says. Canada's hesitance in addressing China's forced labor practices involving minority groups has drawn criticism from a global economic justice group, who is urging Canada to align its measures with those taken by allied democracies, including a ban on imports tied to forced labor. Claude Valancourt, president of the Quebec-based advocacy group Association pour la taxation de transactions financières et pour l'action citoyenne, warned MPs about Canada's trade relationship with countries where forced labor exists on a large scale, specifically highlighting such practices in China. This situation should prompt Canada to react strongly because China is engaging in new levels of repression that could be mimicked by other countries, Mr. Valancourt said during his testimony before the House of Commons Special Committee on the Canada-People's Republic of China relationship on February 26. Forced Labor in China The Chinese Communist Party has utilized forced labor since earlier times, such as during the Cultural Revolution of the 1960s to 1970s when 17 million urban youth were reportedly sent down to work in rural areas. This practice persists today, serving as a means of suppressing political targets, including religious and ethnic minorities such as Uyghurs, Falun Gong practitioners and others. As part of international efforts to address Beijing's forced labor targeting Uyghurs in China's Xinjiang region, Canada amended the Customs Tariff Act on July 1, 2020, prohibiting the importation from all countries of goods produced, in whole or in part, by forced or compulsory labor. Subsequently, in early 2021, Global Affairs Canada released an advisory, cautioning Canadian companies operating in and doing business with China of the risks they face if their supply chains are involved in forced labor. However, more than a year after the establishment of laws prohibiting the import of products believed to have been manufactured by slave labor in 2020, Canada seized only one shipment of goods from China in November 2021. Mr. Valancourt noted that even this shipment was eventually allowed into the country. In contrast, he pointed out that authorities in the United States have, as of December 2023, denied the entry of 2,547 shipments suspected of links to forced labor in Xinjiang or elsewhere in China. The number of shipments denied entry has increased to 2,972 as of January 2024, according to data from the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Clearly Canada is lax and must urgently tighten up the criteria used to determine when an embargo is placed on goods in overly dubious conditions, Mr. Valancourt said. Countries such as France, Germany, Norway, and the United States have developed policies along these lines. Canada could go at least that far and create its own model. In November 2021, Senator Leo Husakos introduced a bill, S-204, with the aim of prohibiting the importation of goods from China's Xinjiang region amid concerns about slave labor. However, the bill has not received support and has sat idle in the Senate since May 2022. Meaningful and Strong Steps In February 2021, MPs unanimously passed a non-binding motion declaring that the Chinese regime is carrying out a genocide against Uyghurs and other Turkic Muslims. 
Mr. Valancourt noted that this official recognition of the CCP's genocide afflicted on the Uyghurs and various other minorities in China prompts a re-evaluation of the trade relationship with China. We need to take meaningful and strong steps to prevent the products of forced labor from finding their way onto shelves of our shops, he said. He proposed several countermeasures including enacting legislation to prevent forced labor of Uyghurs, similar to existing measures in the United States, and introducing binding legislation mandating companies to exercise due diligence regarding human rights and the environment. Additionally he advocated for the restructuring of the office of the Canadian Ombudsperson for Responsible Enterprise into an independent office with investigative powers. Established in 2019, CORE is responsible for reviewing complaints related to potential human rights abuses by Canadian companies operating abroad. It particularly focuses on the garment, mining and oil and gas sectors.